Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 252, Closing Gift Success Tips. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney, and today I'm here with agent Sandra Weston of Momentum Realty. Thanks for joining me, Sandra. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you. I not only know you, but you're also an agent that works in my brokerage. But one thing I've noticed over the years of working with you is your exceptional ability to get gifts that differentiate yourself from other agents and show you really care. So first things first, I just want to talk about a little bit about like, where do you get your inspiration from to get these great gifts? So the inspiration always, always comes from the client themselves. I like to... I like to call it leave a little trail of breadcrumbs behind from the minute that I meet a buyer all the way up until right before closing. You know, sometimes uh, it takes a little bit of time. The more time you spend with the client, the more you're going to learn about them, their personality, their wants, their needs, and overall. When you are at a house, if they say something like, oh, I really like the way that that shelf looks take a little mental note. Sometimes I'll take my phone out when they're not looking and take a picture of a certain type of shelving or something that they said that they'd like. And then I store it in my memory bank. And then when it comes time to do their closing basket, I tend to include things like that. Makes sense. Just kind of looking at the textures and different things that they like, maybe learn about their personality, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And when it comes to closing gifts, how do you decide like who gets one? Like when you work on buyers, sellers, how do you decide who you're going to get a closing gift for? So, um, I mean, (laughs) admittedly, I just love giving gifts. I've been like this since I was a little kid. (laughs) I remember making gifts for my parents and my sisters all the way from the time I was, you know, able to use scissors to cut. It's just something that I love. Um, I also come from a culture where gifting is a form of respect and an art form. So I tend to... um, gift to everybody. <laughs> no matter who I'm working with, I, I even give little uh, welcome gifts to new buyers when I meet them for the first time. Um, and at that time, obviously, they don't know who I am, but it's also a way for me to introduce myself and my brand and my personality. I usually do a, um, a candle with uh, clear quartz, which symbolizes clear intention. So whatever um, you know, your intent is, maybe it's to buy a house, maybe it's to sell, maybe it's something else. When you look at that crystal, it'll remind you of that intention. And um, so that's what I do there. But when I go to the closing with a buyer, it's usually something that I've seen or heard them say. Um, for example, I had sold a farm uh, recently and they were horse people. So I kind of uh, crafted the basket around that and the fact that they were renovating the farm. So I got a little book from Barnes and Noble that had to do with um, barn renovations, um, another book on horses themselves. So, and don't forget to include the kids and the pets. That's important. Excellent. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, with the proper gift, it's something that can keep giving, not just at the moment. Because I can be honest with you, I know I see a lot of things like Lowe's gift cards Mm -hmm. or Home Depot cards, which don't get me wrong. I mean, everyone that just bought a house can use a hundred bucks to Home Depot or Lowe's, but it just doesn't show the same personality or care. Right. And honestly, I imagine that hundred dollar gift card 
like a lot of people, goes into the wallet, the gift card section, and after a few months, you wonder who even gave it to you. It's yeah. like, I have this gift card, I got to use it. At least with a new homeowner, the Home Depot, Lowe's go gift card, it won't go unutilized. But that said, it still doesn't go like, oh, thank you, Sandy, for buying me this door handle that I bought with the gift card or yeah. whatever. It's just thank you for the hundred bucks versus when, you know, you see that. I know I did a little bit of work and did a podcast in the past with uh, Steve Sims and he talked about the art of gift giving. And he always said it's when you can find things that cost less than what you think that you find true, genuine gifts. When you try to buy just by spending more money versus spending more thought, you don't get the same gift. Like he talked about someone gave him a kickstand holder for his motorcycle. Now the motorcycle costs nearly 20 grand, the kickstand holder only 10, but he said, every day when I park my bike, I look down and I think of the gentleman that gave me that kickstand holder. So it's like, a good gift compliments somebody's life already, right? That's correct. Yep. And and to what you said, you don't have to always spend a ton of money. Um, but I will note that sometimes you get a quick transaction. Um, you know, you can take a call one day, um, they see one house, and then it's like, okay, I want to buy it. Boom. You didn't really get uh, all this time to get to know them personally. Um, for example, I had a buyer that I worked with remotely from Florida. Um, and I've had, I'd had many phone conversations with her, um, but I didn't really know her too much on a personal level. So what I did was she bought a beach house. So I kind of crafted that basket around the town that she was living in. I went to, um, local gift shops. Um, it was in situate. So, um, I got a situate sign. Um, I got saltwater taffy, little gummies that were shaped like lobsters, um, um, I got a coffee from Slack Tide because it was the local um, coffee shop. So um, there's always ways to show your thoughtfulness and to stand out um, without always having to be like super generic. Um, not to say that a gift card, especially if you've got someone flipping a house, throwing a Lowe's gift card in there is nice um, and champagne is always good. But if you know that your buyers don't drink alcohol, I like to throw in like maybe hot chocolate. Yeah, I had that happen and, once. Yeah. Someone was an alcoholic and uh, <laughs> wasn't exactly the best gift. It was the gift. I was like, okay, the wife grabbed it. I was like, I'm putting that away. And I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. oops. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, some of those generic gifts like the champagne, things like that, they do work. They're just uh, more compliments to the gift than the main show, like the main thing. And at what point in the whole process do you actually give the closing gift? Like, where do you give that at typically? So I do that usually at the final walkthrough. So I try to get to the walkthrough 30 minutes before the buyers arrive so that it's already in the house. And, you know, so in addition to them being excited about buying and, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to be able to come into their new home. You know, they're also able to see, oh, look at this beautiful basket. Um, and it, it gives them a little bit, it amplifies the excitement, I guess I'd say, in addition to signing those documents, you're getting this brand new beautiful house. And here's a few things to um, already make it sweeter, I guess. <laughs> That's great. Well, any other further tips that you give people when it comes to gift giving and really making it a lasting impression? Um, really search, dig very deep. And it sometimes it can be hard, especially when things are moving really fast. But 
try your best to pick up on things that they say. And and, and again, if, if it's really difficult and you don't have that much information, try to go back into your memory bank and think of things that might work. If it's a certain type of a town, like I said, if it's a beach town, go with the beach theme. If it's um, a town that's like a farm, for example, do something around that theme. Barnes and Noble is always really nice. If you've got people moving from one part of the state to another, getting a book about that certain town is a nice thing to do. And of course, just if you ever have any questions, <laughs> you can always give me a call too. Um, but uh, it, it, it's it's definitely something that will leave a lasting impression and it will show that um, you really paid attention to their wants and their needs. And it, it makes them feel a little extra special too. Buying a house is such a milestone moment and having leaving something behind for your clients to signify that moment is really meaningful. Another tip I will say is go on Etsy. Um, you can make lots of really nice custom gifts there as well. Yeah, no, I've heard a lot of people use Etsy now for more custom crafts that you can't find at the store so that it's like yeah. something unique and it's their own and it's really not the same as just some tchotchke gift from the general store. Right, yeah. right. And I also heard agents sometimes use a little bit of social stalking of it, like uh, Facebook and Instagram to find out a little more about a client, maybe because you can see what they're liking or see what they're doing, tell you just a little more information. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Sandra, thank you for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate you. Look forward to having future episodes with you. Absolutely. Guys, if you haven't already done so, make sure to pound the subscribe button. That way you can find future episodes and check out Real Facts on realestate.com for more information about everything we have going on. Thank you so much and have a great week. Bye.